Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, you got to give us a moment. Waiting for this moment the whole day. Hello and welcome. Hi. The Mariah Report. I'm Martin Burgess. I'm Dan Enriquez. We're here to talk about Mariah Carey. All the good Mariah moments. I don't know why we do this. Who knows? Poor Mariah. Poor, oh my God. <laughs> Some, I mean, sometimes she just okay, doesn't have to tune, tune in. Oops. Sometimes you got to give us a moment. You do. To get the fucking <laughs> technical issues. Fixed. Thank you much for your patience. <laughs> All right. So today's going to be a fun show. We got a couple Mariah moments. She's over there in Europe. So giving we'll us talk about giving us moments, giving giving us life and yeah. moments. Uh-huh. And then we have a special guest coming up later on after the splash break. Um, the name, the yeah. very one and only Michael Jackson. Believe it or not, <laughs> for real, <laughs> it is his real name. Um, but he's going to tell us a little bit about um, a show that he wrote and um, produced and. Yeah, composed all of that stuff that's playing off Broadway here. So we'll learn all about that a little later. Yeah, it's called a strange loop, and it's doing well on the th- up here off Broadway. So yes. uh, we're going to hear all about it. Oh, girl, I can't wait. I know, I cannot wait. Yeah. All right. Um, so what is what's what's going on? Okay, so what you been up to this week? Because I'm ready to go right into Mariah. Oh, I was, I've been doing things. <laughs> okay, what have you been up to? First of all, oh, yes. Oh, what? I know. I tell me all about your concert going experience. Oh, so I went to see Bjork. Yes, Icelandic okay. singer. Yes, and you you texted me after the show, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to I want to save it for the show. Oh yeah, yeah. I want you texted me after the concert, and I wanted to save the talk for okay, the, the okay. podcast because I texted Dan saying I'm totally gagged out by this concert. Yes, shout out to Angela who gave me a ticket, who invited yes. me to go with one her. of our lovely Patreon supporters. A lamb. A lamb. Believe it or not, there is a Lamb slash Bjork crossover. Uh, well, there's clearly, a group clearly. <laughs> of people who also like Bjork. Okay, so you went. Now, is this a tour that she's on, or she's just doing sort of like one-off shows? Because I, I, you know, I don't follow her that much, but I do love that girl. Yeah. Well, you know this this billionaire complex that just opened Hudson Yards yes. here in New York City. Uh-huh. So they have an entertainment space called the Shed. Okay. So a new like theater situation. So she was the official like launch event oh, of it. She opened it up. Okay. Yeah, but she did like four or five shows over okay. the month. Okay. I think or more. Maybe so she was like the the official like opening act. Love in it. air quotes. Oh my gosh, I had never in my life seen a, any kind of production like this. Now, is this your first time seeing Bjork? No, I've seen Bjork uh, in Sydney. She did a show for uh, the Sydney Festival, I think it was, 
out on the steps of the opera house, you know, where Oprah did her uh-huh, those yeah, two episodes with, with Hugh Jackman and the, and the thing. Uh-huh. So she had an outdoor um, concert, which was amazing. It was Beautiful. really cool. Um, then I saw her at Roseland's Ballroom. She did. Oh yes. she did a tour for her Biophilia album. R.I.P. Roseland. I know. I saw Lady Gaga there too at Roseland. Yeah. It's good. Um, so I've seen her a few times. Okay, but yeah. this one was like. Spectacular, yeah, because it wasn't a tour, so she could kind of like stay in the one spot, uh-huh. but and she doesn't have to travel with all the stage production. Exactly, it can be like one time, exactly, well, almost a, a residency. Of, yeah, in a little a, a mi- mini residency. She, when it comes to like stagery and, and visuals, and you know the ex- overall experience, she leave, she does every little detail. Every little detail is thought it. about. Oh, of course. Um, and I was telling Angela, like, when we left, I was like, how am I going to explain this to people? She's like, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Basically, like, her stage was... So the overall theme was nature. Okay. Natural elements. Um, almost like... Nat- I don't know how to describe it. Like, the biological structures of nature. Sure. Girl, I guess. Let's get deep. Biologi- yeah. <laughs> biological. Okay. Um, anyway, but she uses, like, so much technology. They have, like... Um, these curtains that were like covering the stage to begin with, and they're like string curtains. Okay, you know, like thin yeah, yeah. strings. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Almost like when you go to a psychic. Yes, it's like, I know. You have like to a little, pull the strings a, apart. A thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the curtain, but then there was like layers of that curtain through going back into the stage. Okay. To the back screen. Now those curtains, those strings created that would project onto it all uh-huh. these new graphics. So that created like a three D effect. So the whole stage was this moving okay, piece. Okay, I see what you're saying. And like, but because you're sitting almost in it, or your eyes are so focused on it, it was like a virtual reality experience. So the whole stage, top, the whole stage starts moving visually, yeah, moving around. Like, and then you're like flying through space in it, but it's not space. Oh like God. everything was like remixed organic matter. <laughs> it's so hard to describe it. Well, girl, yeah. I mean, it's hard to describe a lot of the stuff that Bjork does. Cause it's like, so like creative and like, it's but not cutting like, edge too. You've oh, never yeah. seen this stuff. Oh, hell no girl. Yeah. It's like, you don't even know how to explain it because it's like, I've never I, seen, I've never seen this. Like this. I don't know what this is, but it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. But that's what we want. you like, you want that cutting edge type of stuff. Yeah. You know? And Bjork is that, perfect person to pull it off because uh-huh. like she is just wackadoo or she's also interested in it too well yeah so she's, she no, she's always great. doing something really really creative I oh feel. yeah absolutely. like like something like she doesn't just put out like a music video no it's like a it's like a fucking experience exactly. a visual experience yeah so like she just brought like that to stage mm-hmm. and she 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 utilizes all the new technologies she does and that's but not only know, that she understands it because she's, she's, she's like a nerd like that. Like yeah. She's fascinated by that. Yeah. And she like blends it with music. I'm, I'm down for Bjork. But the overall thing is like, okay, I'm not just going to sing. It's the, as, a, as the watcher, as the, someone in the audience, you're going to have an experience. Mm-hmm. This was an experience. It was like being on a ride. Right. Like a one, one of a kind. Yeah. Like this, you know, especially because she did it just for this as like the headliner for this opening. Like this is like a one-time deal. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's fascinating. I'm I know. so glad you guys went. But the stage was, this beautiful stage, um, it was almost like four podiums stuck together, but they were like tree fungus. So like it was a flat surface, but then under it was like that beautiful, like gills and fanning, like a mushroom. But like, how do you call Coming it tree in. fungus? Though? Because it's, if you look at a tree... word for it, no, it's like fungus. Is it a mushroom? 
It's not a mushroom, is that? I know what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? It grows I know what you're talking about. up a tree, yes. not in the ground. Yeah, it's it like, like sticks out. Sticks out. It's like a flat yeah. mushroom. But like, out the is tree. that what she wanted you to think it was? Or yes, was it yeah, just, yeah, yeah. okay, because we're that going like look. nature. We're doing nature themed. Okay. Anyway, but the overall, but there was, okay, so here's the thing. There's a storyline and there's a mood to the music and she would remix her songs and redo her old songs to like match the mood. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm down for that. Yeah, so there's a, a linear theme with the music. The takeaway that she wanted to to leave with is the idea of breaking down the pat- like it's very political as well. Oh, girl, break down She's the patriarchy. Got a lot of go- yeah, no going wants, on yeah, here. But she wants to like <laughs> she wants to create uh, the matriarchy. She's like, okay, it's time to like do something different now. When nothing's working, so let's women get together uh-huh. and let's start changing everything. Um, and then also the message of like climate change because we're pretty much fucked. Oh yeah. If you I watch mean- the the current documentaries on like on BBC, the um, what's it called, Our Planet. Have you seen that on Netflix? No, have I not seen that? Oh, it's the new one on Netflix. Our, Our planet. planet is oh, okay. Basically, everything's melting. Okay, I gotta fucked. see that. I gotta see that. I think I started watching one day and I fell asleep, but I gotta go back to that. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Um, but there's a theme, so I'm like, sign me up. I'm in the matriarchy so- now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? Where, do I go matriarchy.com? <laughs> yeah. org. Like, where is it? York.com? Yeah. No. Well, I'm. So I mean, it was. She, it was a real theater piece. A real theater piece, yeah. and it had a message, and it's good. It's like yeah. it's, it's a whole package. Exactly. And we love that. Yeah. So good for that. I remember you texting me. You're like, oh my god, this show is so amazing. Like, uh, like it makes Mariah's look like a dog and pony show. It did. And I was like, what do you mean? Like. <laughs> Bjork didn't have a fucking bucket of popcorn throwing a piece of popcorn at a broke down drag queen. That didn't happen at Bjork's show. There's no Bianca. No Bianca. Show. Oh well, fuck. <laughs> no, but it just made me think. Like, if Mariah put a smidge more thought into the stagery and put and the overall experience, we could really go there. Well, I think performance she, 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 she tried. She has. She has. She, she has. The caution tour. No, no, she tried. We've come a long way. We've come a I'm long way. I'm not complaining. Way. I'm not complaining. And also, you know. With Mariah, like Mariah is more on like the in studio type mm. stuff. Yeah, she's not a stage performer. She's not out there, you know, doing the things that even like Madonna does or even or Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, no, I know. You know what I mean? Mariah is like a different thing. But I would love to see like Mariah like utilize some of these you know technologies yeah. that other artists are using. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. I know we got a lot of like good like video screens and visuals for Caution Tour, but you right. could also but look how long that took up. to get. Right. Girl, you ain't lying. Well, but she went from a bed sheet. No, I know. To full screen. I know. I know. So, I know. I know. Gotta, I know. I know. <laughs> cheers, toast. The thing bravo, is, now honey. I've seen the the where you we see, can go exactly. But I, that's the thing. Like I maybe Mariah is just not aware. Maybe like you know whoever producing the show isn't aware of like the new cutting edge technologies that you can do yeah because even when I saw Paula Abdul in a tiny little theater over in Jersey Girl mm. she was she those screens were good this yeah, bitch was yeah. like interacting with the screens Paula Abdul knows what's up yeah yeah you know so anyways well I mean that's kind of where it's at now like it is like we want that high tech experience on the stage mm-hmm. I'm not complaining about caution to it it was good it was I'm, great. Yeah, I'm just saying. I saw something. <laughs> and now I'm like, I want a 3D virtual reality 
screen that like moves around. Yeah. And you get sucked into it. Well, the other thing, speaking of virtual reality, is the new thing that's coming now is there's like concerts. People are releasing their concerts, yeah. full concerts on virtual reality. I know. Kelly Clarkson just did that. I want that for the caution tour. I know. I was like, girl, could you imagine getting the caution tour in virtual reality? Die. I would die. You could like literally go to the Mariah show. You're like in the show. In the show. Like, I hope, well, I was, is that suggestion you would yeah, like? <laughs> Where, where's the button? Um, it's just like, because they're not even like, they're not even filming it. I know. They better. Let alone like trying to get it together for a virtual reality moment. I know, but it's so easy these days. It is so easy that these days, like I'm telling you, there's no excuse Mariah can't be doing certain things. Like Kelly Clarkson, to bring her up again, when she was on tour, they were fil- they filmed this one show yeah. for the virtual reality, but every night of her show, she went live on Facebook for like a half hour and sang a different song. Uh-huh. Because she's like, I know like I'm not doing an extensive tour and I want every all my fans to be able to see a part of the show. Yeah. So she took, a half hour segment of the show and she just did whatever she wanted and sang some new song or a cover song or she brought out a special guest or she did this or that. It's like Mariah can do those things too because as we see this past week with what's been going on in the caution tour, the lambs are gagging over these spur of the moment things. I know. That's what we want. Yeah. That's what makes everything surprising and unexpected. Right. That's why people will leave your show thinking, oh shit, Bjork just fucking had a f- fucking tree fungus. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and some, you know, shit moving around. Yeah. <laughs> and then here's Kelly Clarkson. She's like, oh my God, I've never heard Kelly Clarkson cover that song before. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's like you want something, you know? In today's world where you can find the set list mm-hmm. with a click of the Google, mm-hmm. you want to give each audience something special. Yeah. Well, you know? get the virtual reality camera, film the caution tour. I'll pay 20 bucks for a virtual reality caution tour if I can be in front row. Exactly. So everybody who couldn't go. It, right, exactly. Yeah. You, that's what you want to do. That's, that's where the technology's going. Yeah. You know, can you imagine in 10 years, even, hell, in five years? Yeah. And then, you know, technology's going somewhere because iTunes is coming down. Like CDs What? I know We don't even like (laughs) Barely even get CDs anymore Yeah And now they're taking down iTunes Can you believe? I can't believe But I guess it's gonna I don't know how it's gonna work But as long as I can listen to my music I'm fine I think they're gonna do what Spotify is doing And what are they doing? Apple is they um, How music and the podcast are in one And you just search It's not separated with iTunes Store, Apple Music, podcast app. Yeah, but what if you want to buy a movie from iTunes? What happens to the movies I already bought from iTunes? What happens to all the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race that I have bought off of iTunes? First, can we get to what happened to Glitter? <laughs> <laughs> On iTunes? Maybe that's why it's Maybe that's not that's there. Why they're shutting they're like, it down. we're shutting it down. They're closing so the shop. Shit out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, they, they don't care case, about glitter. Case solved. We're calling the hotline. Where's glitter? And there's no one there. They've closed shop. No, <laughs> the store is closed. Yeah. The offices are shut down. <laughs> Nobody even knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's just with technology and things and like live shows today. Mm. Like you got to bring something. Mariah did bring something. Oh, she brought it. I'm she not, brought it. I wasn't saying it's bad. I'm just saying now I want 3D virtual reality screens when I go. Right. Oh, I hear you, girl. Because now I've got enough. I need more. You know how it is. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. no, never satisfied, Never satisfied. Honey. <laughs> I know. Never satisfied. Okay. So now we have a couple of uh, Mariah things to really get down on. Um, do we want to start with the, the good or the bad? 
What's the band? The, the merch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just get the bad out of the way? Get out of the way. Get it out of the way so we can talk about some good stuff. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So Mariah released, uh, we were just talking about MariahPride.com maybe two weeks ago. I know, we? yeah. So I was like- When I was back, I thought it, it was is. dead. No, no, no. It was there, like I said, but it brings you to a different, like you type in MariahPride.com and it brings you to the main uh, store. store. But now that they have Pride merch, it will bring you straight to the Pride merch. Got it. You know? And then from there you can navigate to all the merch. Got it. It's still connected. Um, Let's just say when I first saw the pictures, I was had to sound the alarm because I thought it was a scam. Girl, I was like, this is- For real, I thought it was like a hoax. No, I knew it was for real because I know. I was like, oh, this is some motherfucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Some fucking bullshit. So she releases this Pride merch. There's probably only what, like three things? There's sweatpants, a sweatshirt, and a t-shirt? T-shirt. I think think that's it. Sweatshirt, yeah. And first of all, no one's wearing sweatpants to the Pride festivals. Or a sweatshirt. Summer. Girl, please. And in public. 8,000 degrees? (laughs) Yeah. Girl, global warming. We were just talking about it. (laughs) The ice is fucking melting. We don't need sweatpants. No. (laughs) Okay, so the the style in which this is done is not my favorite. Yeah. Now, it's It's different. It's it's like an airbrush. You know, it's like very, it's very, to me, it reminds me of like early 90s airbrushing shirts. Heartbreaker-ish. You know, but like, see, she had a, a Heartbreaker airbrush shirt. Um, in Vegas. In Vegas. And that one was infinity. cute. Yeah. That was cute. It was cute. But the way that this particular one design is, and then the Mariah that they have on the sleeve, is mm. just, it It literally looks like you could get it like, it remind. Oh, this is what it reminded me of, girl. Mm. Mm. I'm going back to the hood days, okay? Your hood days? My hood days. When we were, I was very young, we would go to like this bootleg, real bootleg ghetto-ass flea market. Yeah. And you could get shirts done like that, you know, and the guy would just, like, do it. I'm telling you, girl, it was hood rat. <laughs> so when I saw this, I was like, this is some hood rat merchandise. Like, this is what they wear in the hood. No, Shout out to all the bitches in the hood. But I'm like, that's what it is. It's a very specific d- design. Uh-huh. Very specific. Uh-huh. I've been there, yeah. so I know... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I was like, this cannot be. There has to be something else. I mean, how you, girl, and now I probably would have complained had she done this, but you could have just done the same goddamn shirt you did last year with the rainbow yeah, pictures. Yeah. Just printed better because some of them didn't print well. The black t shirts didn't yeah. print well. I know. So I would have been fine because she brought this. I know this. Yeah. Oh, girl. I she know, brought this. <laughs> Wait, you brought this. Well, oh, I just feel like... Uh, th- oh, I got to pay for this? <laughs> oh, shit. I just feel like maybe a heterosexual made it. Missed the memo? Probably, because there's a lot of heterosexuals in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the odds are... But I'm but, like, what planet do gays wear this kind of stuff? No, for real. Like, seriously. But here's the other thing. Like, a for a effort. Ser- it's out a, of the box. Different. A for effort. Doing a little bit of a different style. But here's my thing. When it comes down to it, it's a taste level thing for me. Mm. For me. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't wear that because mm, I think my taste is better than that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so somebody on Mariah's team approved this. And I think... They have a lower taste level than I. 
something we need an investigation. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm sure like they didn't just get one design. You know, when you're yeah. designing things, you know, you throw it out there and you get like you know 25 million submissions, yeah. and then you through them. You send the brief. Mariah Carey needs a pride design. Right. And you get a whole bunch back. Yeah. And then you pick the best. Yeah. That could not have been the best. Why didn't we get a call? I yeah. We Girl, we know people. We would have got the team together <laughs> we and designed something. Because <laughs> I'm like, that can't be the best of all the options you had to choose from. It just can't be. It must be. have been. It can't be. I just, I can't, it oh, cannot listen, be. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Listen. Let's, yeah. Money... The sales are going to determine exactly. if we ever see it again. Exactly. But but you know what I was going to say? She This is a classic case of overthinking. She should have just put some glitter merch out with some rainbow glitter. Yeah. I mean, the album it, cover with just her and like glitter. Yeah. In rainbow glitter. Uh, yeah. Done. Done. Pride all over. You could have, I mean, we could have done Mariah's name, just Mariah with a period in the same font as her like regular font. Yeah. All in a pride color. Uh-huh. That's it. Boom. Done. Done. Mariah Pride merch. Purchased. Yes. In the closet. <laughs> yeah. On my body. Uh-huh. Gifting them. Yes. Done. But you want you chose this. Uh-huh. Okay, Mariah. Classic case of overthinking. Okay. Trust Mariah. we've been we've overthunk. We have. Okay, but the one good thing to come out of this whole pride merchandise moment is the Instagram story and photos that she did well, because I, I you want to talk about gagged I, well, after like being traumatized by the pride merch when I saw it on her <laughs> when I saw it on her I was like, oh, I was like first of all not so bad <laughs> on her on her <laughs> yeah. first of all she made it look gorgeous because she is so gorgeous in those photos yeah she literally like when I heck? glanced at it I thought it was like an outtake a throwback Thursday from fucking charm bracelet era I know right I was like this Oh my God. The hair color. The hair color. The curls. Her face is just stunning. Yeah. yeah. Her jawline is boom. Uh-huh. Her cheeks are boom. Yeah. I'm like, she, her skinny, this bitch is skinny bitch. Yes. And she looks gorgeous. And you know it's new because there's that pride sweater on it. Right. And she's and in, in Paris. Paris. And I was like, she's just absolutely stunning. Gorgeous. Yeah. That hair is everything. I love that hair. I'm like, girl, bring that hair out more often. Bring back the charm bracelet era. So good. I love the hair during most of the I want to know what they're era. doing in those hotel rooms. They're going through like the music box era and like reliving the whole thing. The, the, charm, bracelet the charm bracelet era. era. Yeah, she really was bringing us charm bracelet moments here because she gave us the, the, the hair, the look, and then she gave us through the rain, a clip of through the rain. Well, they made Monroe... Wouldn't say just, just for charm bracelet. Yes, they did, like last week. So something, so something they're doing something. They're, they're going through the back catalog, but yeah. I'm like, girl, what? Like, okay. we like the back catalog too. <clears throat> we over do. Here. Can we get some of it? Why do we have to get all the number ones? Um, <clears throat> okay. So the, the Pride merch, Mariah looks gorgeous. She looks stunning. Love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. If it's your style, pick it up. <clears throat> Not my style. I will be passing um, this year's Pride merch, but we have our own Pride merch, if you will. Oh my God, we have the best Pride merch this year. Yes, <laughs> like, super legit, cute. for real. So, you know, one of our catchphrases here are gagged. Uh, completely gagged. I'm gagged. Gagged. I'm gagged. 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 <laughs> I'm totally gagged. How was the show? Oh, I'm gagged. Girl, yeah. I'm gagged. When I saw that picture from Charm Bracelet era, yeah. 
Gagged. Gagged. I was gagged. I was like, what the fuck? So listen, head over to MariahReportStore.com. We have a shirt that says gagged. Yes. In um, pride pride colors. colors. Yes. Yes. Super adorable. I'm gagged. Done by our very own Sean Marks, who does our graphics here. Yes. Very simple, but very straightforward. Because again, you don't have to overthink things. Yet festive. Yes. And it's, you know, it is, if you listen to the show, you get it. You get it. Gagged. You get it. Though I could say that other people might take it in a different kind of gagation, but... No. (laughs) I'm just saying I don't know what people are into. No, it's cute. (laughs) It's It's perfect for Pride. Perfect for Pride Month. You have to check it out, mariahreportstore.com. Yeah, don't be buying stuff from Target. Buy us. Yes, buy us. We need funds. (laughs) How do you think this show gets made? (laughs) You know what is so interesting now is that everybody is on the Pride wagon. Go. I went to Columbus Circle, the mall down here on Uh 59th Street. Yeah. Everything is prided out. Everything is prided out. All the stores. It, Michael it, Kors, Medium Sonoma, Lululemon. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Where were you 10 years ago? Thank you. Where were you 10 years ago? Yeah. Now you smell money. Oh, now you, exactly. Now you know, oh, like show a little gay pride flag. People will come in, they'll buy all your pride merch. Yeah. W- bitch. I know. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of mad about it, but I'm sort of glad about it. It's like, you can't, you can be mad, but it's like. No, I know. It's like fucking whatever is it? What's it called? Capitalism? Yes. Consumerism? Some bullshit Both. is what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. So buy our pride merch. Yes. It goes to a good cause. <laughs> We've been gay. Yeah. For decades. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. And if you need to, go buy Mariah's merch. Yeah. I mean, if you- Those reindeer at Christmas are not cheap. They are not, honey. She needs your money. No, no, no. Um, okay, so <laughs> we have the Pride merch. Check that out. Mariah looks good in her Pride merch if you want to get it. Things are going well. Things are going well. She sounds Let amazing. Let me tell you how good they're going. Use. She is really sounding amazing. Yeah. Like her vocals are on point. I know. So she was um, in Paris. When, when did we last record? Um, oh, after, after London. London, yeah. Okay, so she's been in Paris and Hamburg. She got the train to Paris. Uh huh. So the kids went on the train for the first time. Yes, I was like, they ain't never been on the train. Not even the LIR. No, not even the MTA. Yeah, girl, get them kids on the MTA. That'll be an experience. I know, right? Well, you know that one time Mariah was on the uh, the, the one train. Yeah, that's that was my train. I was real mad. That was my be- train too because that's she went from her house to Christopher Street. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, I get on the train at Christopher Street. And that uh, was the one day I had off. Shut up. I was off work. So I didn't take the train that day. You would think you were dreaming. You walk on the train, there's Mariah Carey girl, and would, Jermaine. You're like, I, been like, I must be asleep. Whoa, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Did I hit my head? <laughs> yeah. That was a festive like moment because I think this is back in the day when- Didn't she get an award or something? Yeah, it was the Fresh Air Fund. But we're still doing Glove Era. Yeah, it was still Glove Era. Um, Pre-Nightmare Era, right? Yeah, I think it was just starting. Uh, I think it was maybe just starting or right before it started. I can't remember what year it was. But anyways, she, this is when, um, uh, not Instagram, but what's the other th- the thing? Sto- uh, um, story. Um, Twitter something? Periscope? No. Um, it was Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat. <laughs> That's when Snapchat was really big. And I was trying to get into it because then I think it was Nightmare Era because I remember like, Something, but anyways, whatever. I don't even know if it was Snapchat, it could have been something else. But like, there were like little clips and stories that she was like putting out. Oh, oh, the vine, the vine, Vine. the vine. It was the vine. Yeah, because I remember she only did her Snapchat once. Yeah, so it was the vine, and she did like little short little videos of her going into the subway Uh and like taking the cab and all that shit. 
It was a cute moment. Vine. Mariah out on the streets. R.I.P. Vine. Yeah, Vine. I, I, I think I only got into Vine when Mariah was on it. Yeah, I never made one. I know me neither. I don't know anything about it. But bitch, I could barely even fix the fucking Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Mariah's doing really well. She was over there. So now she's in Paris. Mm-hmm. And she did um, a fabulous show once again. Yep. Uh, but she gave us some clips, some beautiful snippets yeah. from the show. She did Melt Away. Finally. Did oh you ever God. think we'll hear that song again? Never. 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 Um, she did Through the Rain. Yeah. Unbelievable. And I'm telling you, on Through the Rain, she literally sounded so good. Like, even better than her 2003 vocals. I know. And her 2003 vocals were pretty fucking good. Like, what the heck? Like, she really... Like, I was like, girl, sing that whole song. Do an acapella, like, just you and the piano. That's all you have to That's do. That's all not, you have to not do. Not even. Don't you Just do girl. the whole song. Somehow. No, but I want just her and a piano would be beautiful. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's, 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 we want, we don't want touch my body. No. We want a piano through the rain. Yes. That's what we want. I know. We don't want, thank God I found you with the piano. We want through the rain with the piano. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, girl. But, and then, okay, so then she moves on to Hamburg, Germany. Yes. And she sings Circles. I know. Uh, Girl, gagged. 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 Unbelievable. What the heck? She's throwing out all these snippets now of like from all her shows. And it's like, girl. The thing is like these snippets should be the lamb tour. These snippets should be on the set list. Uh, or the, in, the full set list. You know what I mean? The right, full right. songs. On full the lamp thing. Like, and now it's like, now she's going to give us like these little things, like, you know, because we all, we all gag out. Yes. But it's like, okay, there comes a point where you have to stop teasing us and actually do a show. And actually like do this. The, the songs we want to hear. And stop asking us if we know the song. Yes. Please, yes, we know the damn song, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we know you. We know you. That's why we turned up at the um, concert. <laughs> Um, so uh, that's my whole thing. I love that she's giving us snippets, but now it's time to turn those snippets into a, f- a lamb show for the lambs. Cause those are the songs we all want to hear and yeah. we want to hear them. Re reimagine them, recompose them, reproduce them to yes. however you want them to sound now. And then I want it filmed in virtual reality so you can <laughs> sell it to everybody and we can all be, have a front row ticket. Exactly. That's what we want. Yeah. You know, and you, here's the thing with the Lamb show, you can you just do one show. Yes. One show, nice place. Lambs will come. They will. Because you're going to sing the songs that we want you to, that we want to hear. Yeah. And then you don't ever have to sing them again for another 20 years. Yes. <laughs> then you're good for 20 years, girl. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll hound you again. And be like, where the hell is Melt Away? <laughs> um, um, so we have some lamb mail. Yes, we do. Uh, some good lamb mail, actually. People on the ground. That's Lambs right. On the ground. That's right. So I'm going to read this review from um, the parish show. Can you Please. find that um, the correction corner one? Yes. Because I can't find it. Okay. Okay, so this is from Anastasia. She was at, in France. Um, let me get her handle for you. Anastasia Beaverhausen. <laughs> So she's on yes, Instagram. Yes, that's, that's an Instagram. Or yes. not an Instagram. That's a, a Will and Grace thing. Oh, Anastasia Beaverhausen. Oh, is, is that what it is? Um, yeah, it's um, uh, Karen. It's her, um, it is her, like, her um, undercover name. 
Oh. So like when she's like out like looking for like, you know, some D, she's like, oh, my name. She goes, she oh, goes oh, to the oh. bar with Smitty and she's like, oh, my name's Anastasia Beaverhausen. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So this says, hi guys. I was at Mimi's concert yesterday in Paris. I would love to see Mariah in Paris. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be a thing? Um, so I wanted to share my experience with you. The venue was small, not sold out. Um, must have been like 3,400 people at one point before the show. People changed seats and even came all the way to the golden VIP tickets. I mean, I paid full price to be there, so I was kind of pissed for two minutes. Anyway, Mariah started 30 minutes late. That's, that's standard. Normal. Yeah. Uh, 30 minutes late, but once she was there, she gave us life. Her voice was on fire. Whistles were pristine. I was blown away. Guys, she added fly like a bird. Oh, yes, fly like a bird. It's one of my very favorite. She said she thought it was more of an American thing. Oh, interesting. Well, why don't you ever sing it? Right. Um, them kids could not be on stage. Apparently, it's against the law. She sang snippets from Melt Away and Through the Rain. I gagged. Gagged. I love Charm Bracelet so much. The glitter medley was obviously the highlight of the night, of the evening. And I was so happy to see the crowd really get really, really excited about it. They loved it. They love Touch My Buddy, so I guess, I guess we'll be stuck with it for a while. <laughs> I guess we're keeping it. <laughs> I guess. Uh, thank you for this. I hope um, I hope we'll give you a little something for the podcast. Uh, you are the ones who made me discover podcasts, and I really enjoy it. Thank you. Oh, uh, by the way, I was with a friend who really didn't care for her, and he has changed his mind since. So, yeah, yeah, converted one. There, hey, one at a time. One at a time. Yeah, we'll, we'll take them, take them as as we can get them. But that's what happens. People go see her live and see what it's all about, and they're like, "Oh, gagged." Oh, yeah, they're into it. They sign up. They're leaving gagged. They're leaving gagged. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have a little bit of a correction. Mariah reports It's really like um, the gaggation of it all. Yeah. Um, okay, so a little bit of corrections from our Irish Lamely over there. Uh, we have because um, we were talking how Mariah was in Ireland and like when she's been there before, and I wasn't clear, but I know she's been there and done some stuff. So yeah. we had a, a fabulous listener to, uh, send us all the information we needed about all the times Mariah's been to Ireland. So we thank you. His name is. Well, we're getting um, an Irish update. An Irish update. Yeah. His name is Dane O'Sullivan on Instagram. And he says, greetings, boys. Love the podcast. Love the podcast as always, but a few corrections to make on behalf of the Irish Lamely. Mariah was indeed amazing. She played the three arena and the Spice Girls played the Croke Park, which is a stadium. Uh. They were terrible. Because we were ta- I thought like they played the same Same place, thing. I know, same. I thought, but they did not. Um, but anyways, they were terrible. And Mariah the Spice was Girls, yeah. Spice Girls, yeah. And then he goes on to say, Mariah's never done a concert here, but she performed here once at the MTV Awards in 1999, the Heartbreaker remix with Missy and DeBrat. We remember that one. Oh, like that, he, well, I've always think that was in Italy, Italy, I know, Italy or something. I know. You know, it, I always thought it was in the UK yeah. because, because it was the European, I don't know, the Europe MTV It was the Award. Europe MTV. So, but like... You just think the whole place. You just think the whole place is one place. Yeah. But it's specifically... <laughs> Ireland <laughs> for that year it was in Ireland yeah so uh, the Heartbreaker remix once and once on the Pat Kenny show I think it was I Still Believe that she performed there so that would have been like 1998 okay local TV uh huh um, and then she performed with you in Dublin on the Caution Tour as the encore which was the big surprise keep up the great work love appreciate and adore ya thank you um, thank you Dane yes Dane O'Sullivan what's up Irish Lamely um, shout out to Irish lambs. Yes. Shout out oh, to the Irish lambs. I'm dying to go to Ireland one day. It's, it'll be cute. It'll be cute. Right? 
Maybe we should do our own Mariah um, genealogy Oh tour. my God. <laughs> we'll Wouldn't do, that be amazing? We'll just go dig through her family records. Um, okay, so then also the other correction I wanted to talk about. So I had that big theory last time of, of Mariah like planting people in the audience with the glitters. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remind? Okay, so I was like, it's just so coincidental that there's always a lamb with a glitter album uh-huh. in the audience and Mariah always signs it. I right. was like, that is just too coincidental. Uh-huh. Every single show. Yeah. But anyways, apparently the lambs let me know that it's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a conspiracy Ashley Traff uh, wrote us said, Hey guys just listen to the latest moments episode And Martin is right about the lambs catching on To bringing vinyls to the show I attended the Boston show in April And sat second row and brought my The Roof vinyl with me and was Lucky enough to be pointed out by MC To go up to her and have her sign it There were also a bunch of other lambs that brought Different vinyls as well She only signed two though Mine and a glitter vinyl Love you guys. Can't wait till the next episode. So she is not planting the people. So uh-huh. forgive me. <laughs> but I also was watching. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just like. False accusations. False accusations. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Because <laughs> um, there were a couple of other people that wrote in as well. But then also I was watching the Paris show. Some guy um, recorded a really good, like oh, yeah, all yeah. the real good performances They're from on Paris. Twitter, right? Um, I watched mine on uh, YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. I went to the YouTube. Yeah. And um, during the um, last night of DJ Save My Life, mm-hmm. she like literally was like going down. She was picking up signs from people. She was autographing this and autographing that. Mm. Um, and then like one person, she's like, oh, I'm, I'll sign that. And then she's like, sh- sh- like shrug- shrugged her shoulders. Mm. She's like, well, you don't have a pen. So Uh-oh. what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Sorry about it. So she's like, I'll come back later. I'm sure she didn't. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So, so now I think... People it's not. Like, it's it's, people, a, it's a moment. People have caught on, and now Mariah is making it a moment uh-huh. in the show. Like that transition from Never Too Far into Last Night a DJ Saved My Life. Yep. She takes that moment to be like pointing out signs or like signing things, mm-hmm. which is cute. We love that. I'm sorry for like uh, accusing her. <laughs> <laughs> there are lambs with vinyls out there. <laughs> My bad. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. <clears throat> Yes. So everything is great. But okay, speaking of Irish, though, um, before we move completely on, because we're going to take a splash break soon um, and get to our special guest, Michael Jackson. um, I was reading that Mariah, um, so when she she was in Ireland uh, for the caution tour, that Bono had sent her like a bunch of flowers, Mm -hmm. like this huge, like multiple bouquets of flowers or whatever. He better stealing our Grammy for best album. Yeah, hello. Um, And if I'm wrong on this, I got this from some tabloid on the internet. So Mm. Irish lambs, don't be mad at me. (laughs) Chime (laughs) back in. Chime back in. Let me know the real tea. (laughs) But this is what I read. That he sent her all these um, flowers and everything, and like obviously she's not going to um, you can't bring travel them with it because yeah. she she had to like leave almost immediately. You got to travel the border, right? You exactly, customs like, you can't. Like, what is she going to do? So she gave it to the 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 um, uh, the head of the catering staff oh, yeah. with a special note that said thank you so much for taking care of us and blah blah blah. So yeah. like she like gifted it to Re-gifted. like you know the. The, the people who, who help serve her and make her stay backstage nice. I wouldn't be mad. That's nice, right? Nice. It's cute. She's yeah. a giving 
diva. She she is, and also no one wants to carry around a bunch of flowers. No, when you're girl, traveling no, international, please, no, you send those to my house, bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's, in New no, York, but it's really nice of to back. do that, and then mm-hmm. f- of course for Mariah to you know spread the, the joy of yeah. Of, Fabulous fucking flowers that probably cost thousands of dollars. Yeah. Okay. Where's my Grammy Award, Bono? <laughs> Let's not blame him. We gotta blame the Recording cat- Academy. <laughs> not, not Mariah or not Bono. Okay. I think we got one more like social media moment that okay. I wanted to point out. Um, because, okay. So I was listening to Miley Cyrus's new EP. Oh, Don't oh, oh, ask oh. me why. Don't ask me why. Is it good? I'm curious. I mean, it's okay. Like, I like the song that has um, RuPaul on it. Yeah. And it's called Cat- Catitude. Yeah. And she sings about her cat and her pussy and, like, stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then RuPaul comes on and gets real nasty in it. Uh-huh. However, I think she gives Mariah a shout-out yeah. in the song because she, it's like, it's like after RuPaul's verse, she sings something like, it's like a rap, it's like stupid, like, song, but whatever. Mm. Um, it's cute. I think she says for my sixth, she talks about something having like to bring a carry on on the plane. And then like a next like couple lines down, she says, and for my 16th birthday, I had carry on from the house up the queen. Carry. Right. Well then that, I looked at the on. official lyrics. Yeah. And it's not carry C A R R Y. It's carry capital C A R E Y. Uh huh. And then she says, "From the house up." What and does then, that mean? I don't know. Like maybe she was like playing, playing it at really home. loud. Oh. And then the next line, the end line of that verse is the queen. So right. it's Carrie uh, for my 16th birthday. Let me look at. The, I'm get the lyrics right now, girl. Do you think Mariah performed for Mariah Miley's 16th? No, I think that's what I thought at first. But then I'm like, like a paid no, gig? I think it's just that we never knew about. Um, it could be. But Are there other carries out there? There's not, right? I don't think so. Right. Um, weren't they in a beef or something? I think somebody was trying to talk shit or Didn't something. Didn't Miley say something? Or am I thinking of Demi Lovato? Maybe you're thinking of, I can't remember the Miley thing. I can't remember. I feel but, like you know, can someone remind? I feel like there's a thing. A, a minor non-event. Yeah, a non-event. Okay, yeah. Here are the lyrics. It says, um, and for my 16th birthday, I got carry on from the house up, the queen. Huh. Like it, it, it doesn't sound like it, like anything right there. But if you listen to it, it like rhymes sort of. Okay. So anyway, so now, so I think she gives Mariah a shout out there. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. And then. Hang on. New, what's the album called? The album 1-800 is called. No, the album is called. Me, I am Miley? No, the, no, the album <laughs> is called. Bitch, I don't follow this bitch like this. <laughs> Shit. I saw a poster. It's like 1 800. Right. It's like 1 800 something something. I'm call MC. me MC. Yeah. But okay, because so her initials are MC. MC. So um, I, I think like she's releasing these EPs, like a couple EPs, and then the album is going to call be called like I'm MC. Okay. Or some some shit like that, girl. Don't yeah. Get these people. Um, she's taking the MC. Lo- uh, what do you call it? Slogan. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So now she's like, so she's calling herself MC. Okay. But then, okay, then. So Mar- original. So, so Mariah, so the lambs went in yeah. on the Twitter, of course. Yeah. And then Mariah has to chime in because, you know, the lambs got all the memes and they got the don't forget about us moments. She'll, like, never, be she'll MC. never be MC. Yeah. And so they made that. They fucking sent it over to Miley. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking spammed the bitch. <laughs> yeah. She'll never be MC. And then Mariah tweeted, um, 
uh, LOL, gotta love the Lamely. We both have the same initials. Obviously, so does Madonna and Misty Copeland. Refer to my lyrics, though. JK, love you, girl. Uh-huh. She, I was like, she's, uh, first of all. Ain't on the joke. She's not that serious. On the joke. It's not that serious. Uh, but, but the lambs then started gagging. Yeah. Because she mentioned Madonna. I know, right? I'm like, girl. Madonna Ciccone. Yeah. And then, of course, our friend to the show. Beautiful, lovely Misty Copeland, MC, MC, and then Miley Cyrus, MC. So it's like it's, they have like this little MC, MC group, club. I know club of MC. I missed so it by cute. I missed by one letter. I'm I know MB. what the hell. I'm so mad. Wait, wait. What's your husband's last name? D. Oh, Dominguez. That's right. So yeah, no, you're off. I know. God damn. Just by one. Is that annoying? I could be an MC. Oh, how many? Am I? Oh, I'm not an M. I'm a D. No. <laughs> I was like, how am I? It's A, a B, C, D, E. Uh, I'm a D. <laughs> I want to be in the MC club. I know. <laughs> but hello, how cool is that? Mariah Carey, Misty Copeland, Madonna, Molly Cyrus. That's a cool club to be in. I, w- I would be in it, girl. I'm, mad. I'm mad I'm not. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's go to Splashback really quick. But uh, just want to let all the listeners know that Misty is so sweet. She invited us to the ballet. Yeah. So we will be going next week. You guys go support um, the American Ballet Theatre and your lamb friend, yeah, Misty if, Copeland. Absolutely. She's so sweet and so nice. ABT.org. Get tickets. Uh-huh, American tickets. Ballet Theatre. Yes. Uh, do it quickly because the shows, there's only a limited run. Yeah. Um, so see her while you can. She's also, but I think she's going to be in Virginia doing oh, yeah? Swan Lake. Oh. Like next month. Oh, wow. Just like one show. If you're check it out, you check it go. out, check it out, because and we'll report all back because this is the first ballet I've been to, girl. Well, I actually went to the Nutcracker, but that doesn't. That's Christmas. Okay, it's my first, I've like, never non- even been to the Nutcracker. Oh, you don't like the ballet? It's high stakes, girl. Yeah, because you got to twist, you got to flip, you got to turn, you got to do things, you got to promenade. But it's also like flubs, and it's like a ooh moment when it happens. Yeah, but I bet Misty it's doesn't. It's extreme. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be so much fun. So shout yeah. out to our um, French of the show, Misty. Yes, yes, Misty, I'm so excited. Absolutely. Oh my God. Um, okay, and now it is time for Splash Break, and we will be right back with Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. MJ. He misses out in the MC club too. Yeah, he misses out by a long because like, <laughs> Jay is like way back there. <laughs> Welcome to the Patreon Splash Break. This is the part of the show where we tell you how you can help support the Mariah Report podcast. And we give a shout out to the members who support us the most. Yeah, so you can go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the Mariah Report. The link is also in the description here. And you can go pledge as little as a dollar and you'll get behind the scenes access such as our show called Unplugged. Um, random things that we put up, <laughs> all kinds Just of fun things. Other festive things, and yeah. it all helps support the show, upgrading equipment, keeping the lights on, uh-huh. and all that jazz. Exactly. So we love it, appreciate it, and enjoy it. And for this month... Well, go check out the website because there are different perks. One of the perks are, at a particular tier, you get a shout-out here on the show. Absolutely. So this is drum roll, please. Oh, I don't have a drum Do roll. Do we have one? I don't. We got something. But <laughs> we'll work on the drum roll. <laughs> um, we would love to give a shout out to Lani Atkinson. Thank you so much for your support. Yes. Um, shout out to Kyle Dominic. Thank you. Love it. Uh, also, Gavin Brine. Thank you, Gavin. Yes, we love and appreciate. And finally, Jesse Olive <laughs> Alvazar. Alvazar. I hope I said that That's, right. I think so. Alvazar. 
Alvazar, honey. Yes. There you have it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We love, appreciate, and enjoy you. And again, if you want to join in the supportation of this show, go to patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. Okay, well, welcome, welcome back. back. We have a special guest with us. Yes. His name is Michael R. Jackson, and he currently has an off-Broadway play called A Strange Loop. It's getting rave reviews. It's almost a cultural phenomenon right now on social media. Is it? How There's am I major missing people the boat? Going. There's major people going. Oh, my god! Yeah, and everybody who sees it loves it. They're obsessed. Oh, my God. Well, okay, well, we're going to get into it, and you're going to have to tell me all about it. But please welcome Michael R. Jackson. Hi. Hey, Michael. <laughs> welcome to the Mariah Report. Thank you. Happy okay. to be here. Yes, absolutely. We're happy to have you. Yeah, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to do a Mariah diagnosis on you. Okay. We're going to see where you're at. Right. Mariah wise uh-huh. <laughs> then I wanna, no pressure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right then we're gonna talk about your name Michael Jackson okay I'm sure you have some stories for sure and then let's talk about your play a strange loop okay that okay. is currently in theaters mm-hmm. or in the- a theater in a theater <laughs> right okay um so Martin you f- you go first okay well this is obviously we have Mariah to like report. we have to get your like level of Mariah we'll start with the basics okay what's your favorite <laughs> Mariah song Hero. Okay, okay, that's a good one. Good. That's yeah. a good one. Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was always a sucker for an inspirational ballad. Okay. I mean, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know how old you are, Michael, but it, when I, I mean, that was out in 93, and I swear, like, it's at every graduation. Like, it's the graduation mm-hmm. song. At least it was back then. No, yes. I don't know what the kids are listening to. No, when I went to high now. school, it was like the welcoming song. Oh, really? Hero. Yeah. Okay. It's I around. love Hero. We have a Hero's really good, good episode on Hero too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go back and t- back in time and listen to that one. Okay, so Hero, that's good. Is there um, a favorite Mariah performance or moment of TV moment that you remember of Mariah? Um, I think that would be I don't know her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's a performance. That's, that's, a, good one. that's a good one. <laughs> uh, that, do you get the context of it all? I do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You know the, you know the backstory. Of her and J Lo. Uh huh. Do you know the backstory? And she of still it? doesn't know her. She still doesn't know her. Okay. Yes. Okay. Good. 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 We we got a good foundation and, and to she work. Explained with that even in further detail on watch what happens live. Yes. All yep. right. Okay. Do you know the real story though? I that I with, don't know with the lover boy and all that. No. Okay. We'll fill you in okay, later. We'll fill you okay. in later. But there was a big scandal with yeah. J Lo, record labels, and all kinds of things. Um, but anyway, so that was a good, that's a good moment. Um, and then what about like current day Mariah? Have you listened to her new album? I haven't. Oh, you're missing out, Michael Jackson. You <laughs> yeah. are missing out. Wait, but I think I've heard songs from it. Yeah, you probably have. Wait, is this the one, the song that's like, it's like, fuck you, shit. Like, yeah. GTFO, <laughs> get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Yes, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck you, you got you bullshit. Yes, yeah. that song. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you you got so Mariah. That is, in, that is, is the around. latest album. That wasn't just like a, no. a random single. No, no. latest yeah, okay. album. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Absolutely. Okay, Which is a great song. So, okay, you're, yeah, up you are up with Mariah. You've been there. You've been yeah. following yeah. her. Okay, so good. You're approved. Thank God. Thank God. So now, Michael... R. Jackson, tell us about this name. Well, obviously, we know where where we are all referencing it, but well, I think we, ma- I'm sure you have a similar experience to somebody named Mariah Carey. It's that kind of name. Or I always tell people, what if Michael Joseph 
Jackson's name had been John Smith. Oh, okay. Okay. Then well, true. Like, I mean, oh my God, John Smith, John <laughs> Smith, John <laughs> Smith. A good twist. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. Uh, I guess you only think of that when you, you have a name like yeah. And also <laughs> think about the names Michael and Jackson. Right. Michael. Okay. Jackson. Okay, they're both very popular common Common. names. Common names. Was it intentional? No. My parents told me that when I was born, which was in 1981. uh, 1981? Yeah. Uh That lots of black parents were naming their children like very Afrocentric names. And they wanted me to have a quote unquote normal name. Mm. Okay. And so, and also my mother had been hoping for a girl, so she only had girls' names picked out. Ah. Uh, so Michael is like a good go-to. Right. When you need a boy name. Right. <laughs> well, I was if I had been a girl, I was going to be Danielle Monique. Okay. Oh, oh I'm liking that. Daniel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then my brother was going to be, wait, I forgot, Ramona. Ramona? Ramona. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Rand- it's not weird. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> And okay. then, then neither one of us were girls. So, so this is what happens. I love how she wanted a normal name for you, and she picked Michael Jackson. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. But but at this time, off the wall. I think off the wall was out, but Thriller hadn't happened yet. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Thriller so like, was eighty three. Mm-hmm. So he was so even he, though he was like a child star, like he wasn't. He w- wasn't the Michael Jackson that we all the phenomenon. Right. Wow. Was, yeah. I guess that's right. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any stories of like, you you wanted to book a restaurant reservation? When (laughs) I was like 11 or 12 years old, I was in a children's theater group. Yeah. And. And you're from Detroit, right? From Detroit, Michigan. And when the like nailer went out for like the kids show, people, one performance, a bunch of people booked thinking that thinking Michael that, Jackson oh my was God. making an appearance it, in this program. <laughs> oh my God. Could happen. It could yeah. happen. You never know. I also got a letter in the mail once from like a fire department in somewhere in California asking me to, if I would give some memorabilia to an auction that they were having. <laughs> well, you know, back in the day, yeah. you just, you look through the phone book, you go, like, oh, that's Michael Jackson. Oh, he lives in Detroit now. Okay. There he is. Yeah. That makes sense. Midwest. Sure. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. That is funny. We're, we're then like when Michael Jackson did become like the big, big name, like was everybody like loving your name or teasing you for your name or doing any of that? Like, so or did people just be like, for me, it really became, I mean, yes, but like it really became an issue in 1993. Oh, when okay. the first wave of child molesting uh-huh, allegations uh-huh. came out. Mm. When I was 12 and years old, it that was time. a thing. Uh-oh. So then at that point, I was in sixth grade and I got all the jokes. Oh, my all God. All the jokes. Mm. Yeah, again, I that time. <laughs> but the upside is that is no one ever forgets my name. True. That's Ever. true. That's true. Because I remember we like you. We just met, but I was like, no, I met you once okay. through Johnny, right. like very briefly. But I was like, Michael Jackson. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I met him, and yeah. so I'm like, <laughs> I'm never gonna forget that. Right. <laughs> so that's a good thing. So I guess it's more of a good name to have than a bad one. Well, until the second wave of <laughs> <laughs> molesting allegations comes. Out. Uh-huh. I was going to say, what's your? It complica- yeah. becomes complicated again uh, with that documentary, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen it either. I have seen it. 
Uh, well, well, Michael, what's your relationship with Michael Jackson? What's your fandom? Um, I'm a big fan of the Jackson 5. Like, yeah. I prefer the Jackson 5 to anything Michael Jackson did mm-hmm. as a solo artist. Um, there are individual Michael Jackson songs that I like. Um, he's undeniably, like, an icon in pop culture history. But I am not somebody who idolizes him. Mm-hmm. He's not, like, one of my people. Like, mm-hmm. And so I can kind of take him or leave him. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I'm, I'm more of a solo artist, Michael Jackson fan. But, I mean, I don't know. I've just always loved and enjoyed Michael Jackson. Then when Mariah covered I'll Be There, I was like, honey. I'm going I'm, this way. I'm going yeah. this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like I liked Michael Jackson at the time. But, like, I right. wouldn't put on a Michael Jackson album today. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I, like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there yeah. are people like that. Whereas with Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston was like much closer to my like heart. Yeah. More than to Michael your Jackson liking. Was. Okay. It wasn't, no, I liked him, but like just the music. You connected closer music, with her music. With her music. Than him. And, and so like, I would be more inclined, and I actually don't own any Whitney Houston albums, mm. but like, other than like a greatest hits, but like, I would feel more inclined to like put on a Whitney Houston album and listen to it than like a Michael Jackson album. But there, but if I heard a Michael Jackson song, I'd be like, oh, I love that song. Oh yeah, you'd mm-hmm. be bopping out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Now for our, sure. our jam over here is Mariah. Do right. you have who's your go to girl? Who's your Mariah? Who's your Mariah? Tori Amos. Oh my Tori god, Amos. I love Tori Amos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That so oh, the- I'll be getting. I go through waves with her of like I'll be like obsessed with her and I'll like go through all the albums mm-hmm. and then like I forget about her for months and then I'll go back and be like re obsessed with her. I love her. Yeah, she's like my constant northern star. Yeah, uh-huh. she's great. I, I always say that that bitch is from another planet, honey, and she is just on her own her own thing. But I love it. I love yeah. it. She's amazing. What is she doing now? Because actually, I was talking about her the other day and I didn't know what she was up to. Uh, she's in between albums right now. Is she still yeah. touring? No, she, well, she just gave the commencement speech at the Peabody Institute where she went as a small child. Oh. She went there from age five. She was like a child prodigy. She went from age five to, from age, five to age 11 and then they kicked her out. Oh. Oh, why? Um, because she was on another she planet, was a little, girl. Because she was like, <laughs> she was more interested in like rock and roll and okay. like, and they wanted her to be like, very classical s- music mm-hmm. and she was misbehaving and so they decided that she was a failure because she wasn't like following the rules and, con- and, and conforming to yeah. what they wanted yeah there was so no they way kicked her out and then her her minister father took her all around the sort of baltimore area and she got no one would hire her except for a, a gay bar so she started playing in gay bars at like 13 years old Really? I love her. Yes. Wow. I love her. Remind me what her last album was. Her I, last I album was remember. called Native Invader. It came out in 2017. <gasps> yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So my guess, she normally comes out with an album about every two years, so she's like a little overdue now. I bet she comes out with one in 2020. Oh, I'm sure. My favorite, my go-to with her is um, Tales of a Librarian, because that's like her greatest hits. It has mm-hmm. like everything there. Always yeah. jam out. We love Tori Amos. Yeah. I wonder if Tori Amos loves Mariah. I think she would appreciate, <laughs> right? I think she would at least appreciate. What do you think, Michael? Uh, I think she would. 
She was, especially because Mariah Carey, as she reminds us, is a songwriter. Yes. Uh-huh. Are uh-huh. you getting that memo? Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I think that Tori would have great respect for her as a songwriter. I, w- I would say that as well. I think, yes. What was the last to... um, interview you saw with Mariah? Back to Mariah. <laughs> the last interview I saw? How did you get that songwriting I memo? Think I, read that, I think I read it in an interview. I don't think it was an interview I saw her doing. Uh-huh. Although... Part of me thinks that maybe she also said that on Watch What Happens Live. Probably. Probably. But I feel like I, if she did, I had read it, read that. First right. Like you I, weren't like shocked when you heard well, her say I it. Think You're that like, oh, I yeah. did, well, I think that I didn't know that she had written the songs that she had written. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I had thought that most of the songs were written by other people, which I didn't have a problem with that. Mm. But like, I just thought, I didn't realize that she had written as many of the songs that she had. Like yeah. um, the Christmas song? All of the Christmas. Yeah, but didn't she? She like wrote things that were on Music Box, didn't she? She, most, she wrote most, everything. She writes most she writes everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, all the albums. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think like people forget that like Mariah is that songwriter, but but also she is kind of like Tori Amos. She's not behind the piano. You don't see her playing an instrument. Tori Wait, Amos plays the piano. No, I mean Mariah is you know oh, oh, as right, talented. Right, 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 right. When Mariah plays piano, no, 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 she no. doesn't. She oh, can, she doesn't. She can strum the keys. Bang the keys a little bit. Uh huh. She can. <laughs> she doesn't. She's not like a Tori Amos. Right. But I think Tori Mariah's, Amos be playing the damn two pianos at once. I'll be like, damn girl. No, but right. I think Mariah's argument is because we don't see her on the piano playing a guitar. People don't, people don't connect that she's a songwriter as well. Right. But I think also no one in the early days at least they didn't market her as a songwriter. Correct. Uh huh. Correct. True. Yeah. And, so they pro- and I feel like they probably did that on purpose. You think? Um, what was could, the name of the well, first husband? Tommy Tommy Mottola. Mottola. Well, he was the one that owned the label, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he was the president. The president yeah. of the label. Like, I feel like they wanted to present her as like a, a, just a singer, as a chanteuse. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I mean, it probably is. I, I'm trying to like, I'm sh- I know Mariah's been talking about writing songs from day one because the reason she signed with Sony Records with that guy is because he, he, like every all the other record labels wanted her to sing other people's songs. She's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm writing my own songs. And he let her write her own songs. So she like went. Right. But also I feel like in those early days, we didn't get a lot of Mariah, Mariah interviews where she was able to open up and talk. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the first time, like she was on the Arsenio Hall show, she didn't sit down and talk, you mm-hmm. know, or mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Like you just saw her singing. You didn't hear her talking a lot. Mm. Um, so she wasn't able to say, Oh, I'm, I'm a songwriter. A, I'm a singer, or at least like for the yeah. general public. Yes. She did these interviews here, there and everywhere where people like me. Yeah. I hear her say those things, but in those early years, mm. she wasn't really able to talk. They didn't want her to talk. Mm-hmm. I think I remember in one interview, she was like, they didn't want me to talk. They never, never put me on the couch of these nighttime shows that I'm doing and like blah, blah, blah. So I think it took, took a couple of years. And then one, then it's just like, she's just writing this damn music, waiting to get out of this fucking marriage. And then everything happens. And then Butterfly comes and she's like, I'm a songwriter. I'm a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Like more, more so than the early few years. Yeah. And I see that. Fascinating. Are you learning things, right? <laughs> I am. I didn't know any of that. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's our Girl, job. I'm telling you. I could, I, I'll tell you, my coworkers at work, they're like, I never in a million years would have thought I know so much about Mariah. <laughs> Yeah. Just from working next to you, I can't believe it. But that's just, you know, it's my second gig. I'm just spreading right. the word of Mariah. Amazing. Now Someone's got to know this useless information about her. Yeah. It may as well be me. Well, no, I mean, I know everything about Tori Amos. Yeah, I no, know I as love much as you know about Mariah. Yeah. 
Well, I love a Tori Amos moment, so we, we got okay. good girls. I need to start a Tori report. Yeah. There's, a, yeah, there's an opening for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, Michael, you're a songwriter too, though. I am. So, so go yeah. ahead, because I was going to say you are a musical theater, like that's like your background. Uh, well, so I started off as a, I did like child acting, and then I went to undergrad for playwriting. And then I went to graduate school for playwright, book writing and lyric writing. Mm. And then I started composing after that. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay, so you got all the aspects of it. Damn, girl. So you know all about it. I mean, I, or at least I play someone who does on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a play now called A Strange Loop. Mm-hmm. It's a musical. What is it about? It's about a black gay man who works as an usher at a Broadway show who's writing a musical about a black gay man who works as an usher at a Broadway show, who's writing <laughs> okay, a musical so about a black yeah. man who works as an usher at a Broadway show. <laughs> That's the loop. Ad infin- <laughs> ad infinitum, and sort of cycling through his own self-hatred. Uh-huh. Yeah. What kind of self-hatred? Um, who's this for? It's, wait, who's the piece who's, for? Yeah, like who, who are you talking to? Everyone. It, everyone. Anybody who's ever been a self. Because he's yeah. sort of like, a, he's in his mid-twenties And he's sort of like not sure Where he fits in the world And he is sort of trying to write this musical In order to like figure out who he is And where he fits in And that just sort of keeps cycling back in on itself As he sort of in, encounters like His parents and like Men on sexual social media mm. And You know people in his industry And like so on And like all sorts of things And so like he it's uh, in the piece. He's the central character, and then there's an ensemble of six of his thoughts who sort of play everyone in the world. Okay, and you see like oh. a sort of multiplicity of of projections of how he sees the world. Fascinating, and it's all it's all in music. Yeah, I mean, there's there's scenes there's, for sure. It's not sung through, but okay, there are scenes and and also songs. And you wow. wrote all the songs? I did. And you wrote the and then you wrote the whole thing? Yep. I wrote the book, music, and lyrics. The book, music, and lyrics? Look at you, your regular okay, Mariah. On. Yeah, <laughs> I know, music, right? <laughs> music and lyrics by Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> book, music, and <laughs> everything. Michael R. Jackson. That's me. I love it. Wait, so it's on is that the um, Horizons Playhouse? But at Playwrights Horizons. Playwright on 42nd Street between 9th and 10th Avenue. And how long is it running for? It's running until July 7th. All right, oh. so let's work backwards. When did this? When did you start writing this play? So this piece started off as a monologue that I had written right after I graduated from undergrad in around two thousand three here in New York. In New York, and I sort of it was a personal, thinly veiled, personal monologue that I wrote about a young black gay man, sort of walking around New York City, trying to figure out why life was so horrible, and. Um, and just who he was and where he fit in. And then shortly after that, I went to grad school. Um, and uh, I, that was also at NYU in the graduate musical theater writing program. And there I learned how to write lyrics. I had been playing piano and and singing in choirs and stuff ever since I was like eight years old. Mm. So I had a very strong musical sense, but I didn't know how to write actual lyrics. And so once I learned how to write lyrics, it gave the musical impulses somewhere to go. And so then from there, a teacher for one assignment said, if you're a lyricist who's never written music before and want to try it, go for it. So then I decided to take what I knew about lyric writing and 
and put music to it. And that turned into this song called Memory Song, which is a song that now is sort of a pivotal moment within the musical A Strange Loop. Mm-hmm. Although at the time that I wrote it, it was just a standalone song for me. Mm. And then I played that song for my class and they liked it and I was encouraged to continue writing my own music even though for my thesis project, I was going to be paired with a composer who was writing the music for our second year. And then I just kept writing songs on the side and they were very personal songs. And then eventually um, I started working with a director trying to put some of those songs with that monologue that I had written a couple of years before that. Mm-hmm. And then that over the couple of years sort of morphed into this piece called A Strange Loop that is now being done at Playwrights Horizons. Wow. Um, do you see how long it takes? Like a small oh, yeah. idea to it grow into like a full, yeah, well, how many, well-run how many, how many, is that? Like, 16 years. 16. Oh my God. Yeah, and I guess I should also mention that this play, this musical is being produced in production with Page 73 Productions, which is um, a small off-Broadway company that I had been working with as well. Um, and they're co-producing it with Playwrights Oh, Horizons. perfect. Wow. So this is the dream come true for you. It obviously. is. I mean, it's a dream come true that I had never anticipated because I had assumed because of the nature of what it's about, because it's a piece that's very in your face. You've seen a reading of it. I yes. Think. Yeah. So like it goes, it goes all the way there. Uh huh. And I just assumed that no one would ever produce it because of that. And so because like when you say it goes all the way there, like in, in topics, topics, in, in, language, form, okay. content, it does not pull any punches. It doesn't shy away from anything. You can say uh, here, well, like what <laughs> you, you like there's, I mean, I'm just saying that there's like very frank sexual okay. uh-huh. discussions, language scenes, there's strong racial language ideas. There's like complex family stuff. Like it's, it's very, um, uh, raw. Okay. But I, we like that. We like I that. think yeah. that's what we like. Cause if you're not like opening up that conversation, then you, are you ever moving forward? Right. So you need these things. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's easy to, uh, tackle these topics and subjects through art mm-hmm. as opposed to like, you know, your everyday conversations with, you know, your friend, your family, your yeah. lover, whatever. Mm. Yeah. But, but that's true. But like, I had assumed that theater, the theater world theater is was not where go, it's going to be. No, 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 no. We're not going to, it could be risky. It could be risky, but like, and so I, because I assumed that, because in the midst of everything, I had started ushering at the Lion King on Broadway, mm-hmm. like many years ago. And that was the first time I saw Broadway theater, like up close. And when I saw that, I went, oh, I don't do that. Like, that's not what I got I, that's it. what, And I just thought that's what theater is mm-hmm. or like commercial theater is. Mm. And I don't write that. So therefore this musical that I'm writing it's never going to be. be in this kind of space. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, as I kept working on it, I was like, I'll just do what the fuck I want. And, mm. yeah. and so I just kept doing that, assuming that it would never be produced. Mm-hmm. And then one day I woke up and it was being produced without me ever having had to compromise what it was. That's magical. Yeah. That's... So I'm like very excited about that aspect of it. Yeah. At I what point it. were you like, shit, this is going to happen? <laughs> it was, I think it was like we, so we did a reading at Playwrights Horizons on November 11th, 2016. So the mood in the room was quite dark because everybody was flipping out over Trump. Oh, um, okay. And I my musical like, oh, yeah. has no- yeah, yeah. has absolutely nothing to do with that, but it's this very like raw, queer, black thing. And I think that people felt like relief about 
like the, there was this other thing that was like being very truthful to itself mm. and wasn't like just some escapist fantasy in the midst of like a national quote unquote national nightmare. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And I think that that helped me because people were like, Oh, there's this like, this kind of like, it's almost like a splash of a bucket of cold water. Yeah. And like just wake you up out, out of like the stupor. Mm-hmm. And so then from there, they still weren't sure if they were going to do it. But then I got a producer, this woman named Barbara Whitman, who's like incredible, who wanted to enhance the project, which means like sort of help fund it and, and, and get it in front of people's eyes. And we did an industry reading like nine months later. And then from there, that's when the theater said they wanted to do it. And that was when I was like, what? Mm, like you actually want to do it? Yeah. Like, like you're not just like making that up or like saying, well, think about it. They were like, no, we want to do it. Wow. And so that was like, that was just like, I was just so excited because I had not planned for that to happen in any of my visions. Mm. Right. Of well, it, really. You know, you dream and then sometimes the universe makes your dream even bigger. Right. That's how it happens. What was your vision when I you were mean, writing I it? I don't yeah. know. I just think I had assumed that it would just like, we had done like this big concert version of it. I mean, I guess like when I say that, like, I didn't think it would be produced. I just, I hoped, I, I think I would have liked for it to be produced but I just was assumed that it would always hit a wall uh-huh. because of the content and the form that it was working in. So it just like once they announced that it was happening, I was just like, it blew me away. Wow. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's, it's you. a lot of work. I mean, 16 years in the making. Yeah. I mean, not consistently, but right, like on but, and off, but yeah. But still. Uh, so again, it's running until when? July, July 7th. And it's already open. Uh, well, Did we're you have your opening right night? now. Our oh. official opening day is June 17th. Oh, wow. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Pride month. It is. Yeah. So June 17th, all the way through July. And you wrote all the music for it. Is there a particular song that like is close to you that you like yourself or your favorite? Like what's like your favorite moment in this show? Um, I feel like. I can't pick a favorite moment, but like a moment that really resonates for me is actually is at the end. And I'm not gonna give away what the ending is, but no spoilers. But it's a moment that the main character has like a major realization that's sort of that like is I find to be very, very satisfying and like very moving to me if if, if that moment translates to other people because like this, even though this piece is very specifically very oriented around and about a, a, a black man, a black queer man's experience of being a black queer man and him trying to sort of excavate what that means and what it feels like, the final sort of song opens it up mm-hmm, into something mm-hmm. that I think other anyone who has ever felt like, why am I here or who am I or what am I doing on this planet? Or like, what, why, why am I me? Like that song goes into that. Mm. And I think that, that, that it opens it up to something that's both universe, both specific and universal. Right. And mm. I, and I love that kind of connection in the theater. Yeah. I, that's what I, that's what I want. I, you know, whatever the story might be, I want to find some place in it where I can connect and I can relate, even though it's not about me or my life, but take something you know, away. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think theater is a test of empathy, and I feel like our show really forces you to test empathy. But it forces you to test empathy through a body that you're not used to seeing 
at the center of the story. Mm, And I find that to be, and I, the, so far the feedback that I've gotten is that like people are feeling very moved because they're like, that's not me, but like, but I get it. I I, I feel it. And that's like the theater. I love the best because Mm -hmm. like, I remember going to see death of a salesman when I was 18 it had Brian Dennehy was in it as Willie Loman. And even though like I'm like a young black kid from Detroit, I'm not like a salesman in the fifties or whatever. And like, but somehow the story of that show is like you're in America, you're worth more dead than alive. Like however they did it, they were able to to, like transmit that to me. Mm. And I felt for, for that man. And like, and that was very powerful and I never forgotten that. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to try to make something that made me feel the way that that felt, but like turn it. Like I want to make that old white man be sitting in the audience and watch me or someone who looks like me. And he feels like I'm not that, but mm-hmm. that it reaches me. Yeah. I think that's what our listeners can relate to because even the Mariah isn't our physical <laughs> resemblance. It's true. It's the artistry that like reaches through and mm-hmm. you can see yourself in mm-hmm. her art, in her music. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Her lyrics, her music, all of that, even though like, you know, Mariah is this glamazon. I'm just some, you know, little old gay walking the street. Mm-hmm. I, I feel her. I connect. Yeah. The message okay. translates. It sure does. Now, is this, what's the time setting for this? Like, is it set in modern day? Set right now. Right here, right, right now, here, baby. Right here, right now. That's what it said in the program. <laughs> time now, place here. Oh, I love it. Mm. That was great. It's a good, good, good one. So this is like the first. Um, the, my first, it's my professional debut in New York. Professional debut. Yeah. And it's a world premiere of this musical. And world premiere. Yeah. What is next for the musical after this run? Uh, I don't know yet. Hopefully, somebody else will want to do it somewhere yeah. else. Is the goal? See, because I know this whole like musical theater scene here mm-hmm. in New York. Is the goal to get it picked up again in a bigger venue or just tour um, it? It sort of depends on the producers because, like, it could be that let's say it does well if, if it gets good reviews, if it does well, if it sells well, that someone would want to option the rights to do an open-ended run off-Broadway somewhere. Mm. It could be that someone thinks that maybe we could do it on Broadway. It could be that it just gets licensed by a publishing house and then theaters and regionally Mm. want to do it. Mm -hmm. Or it could just be a glorious off-Broadway production in 2019 and that's all you ever see of it. You never know. Like, It really just sort of depends on... Lots of factors and people yeah. making decisions. Well, I love it. I, I want to go see it now. Please I need come to see check all it out. this. <laughs> Please come check it out. Our cast is like so incredible. And I think the my director, Stephen Brackett, is like a genius. And our choreographer, Raja Feather Kelly, is like a visionary. Ooh. He's not just a choreographer. He's like a movement dramaturg. He like understands behavior, how to translate. Dance is like, it's literally like, how you move through life. It's not just like, you know, step one, two, three, four. He like understands how to like make the smallest movement be really beautiful. Mm. So I'm really grateful to him and to my music director, Rona Siddiqui, who really took like, I'm not like a super studied composer and that she was able to come in and like understand my music and like translate it into something that the singers could do and the band could do 
It's been really amazing, along with my orchestrator, Charlie Rosen, who's done these killer orchestrations that had really breathed life into the music that was just existing on piano for, you know, the last, you know, 10 or so years Hmm. um, as I wrote it and rewrote it and wrote it and rewrote it and wrote it and rewrote it. So, like, I feel like I have a really incredible team, our set designer, our costume designer, our lighting designer, all the people involved, I think it made it into, like, a really exciting event. Because it's a wild ride that we take you on, and they have like all risen to the challenge. Wow, of bringing it to life. That's a dream. That's the dream team. Yeah, is, but you also is. see how many people it takes to put everything together and finding the right people who like see your vision, they hear your vision, or whatever align with your vision. You. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's great, and it's when it works, it works. Mm-hmm. So, amen to that, sister. Yes. <laughs> now, Michael, so I've known you for a while now. So yes. I've known you've been working on this for a while. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you get this boost of success, right. which has been really amazing to follow on social media. Mm-hmm. What are some like wow moments that you've had in the lead up to the release on stage? Um, wild moments. Cute of Light came to our first preview. Okay. Which was really, really exciting. Yeah. And she loved it. Um, Titus Burgess came the other day. Love and Titus. He, and he did a, a really nice shout out on his Instagram. Amazing. Um, so those are two like big highlights. Yeah. Um, but also, but more than that, than those, than like starry people or whatever coming, it's been like just seeing it touch people and touch different, so many different kinds of people every mm. night that part of it has been the best part. Like sort of the after the show ends and you come mm. out and you see people saying that like it moved them and that like they, they really relate it to it or, or say what I said before, which is that like, that's not my experience, but it like, it really touched me. Mm. That's been like, honestly the best part. Wow. Because to me, that's, I think theater should be about community and it's been really nice to feel like, we were able to foster a sense of community um, through this like crazy, crazy black queer thing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like it's like really crazy. It's like a very crazy piece. I want to. I'm excited. It, like, I want to see it. It twists and turns in ways that you wouldn't expect. Well, that's what we want. We don't. It's like want funny and it's dark. It's like it's a lot of things. Um, now, where can people get tickets for this? They can go to playwrightshorizons.org. And there, there should be a link to just to click buy tickets, and I'll probably take you to Ticket Central. Okay, go out there go, and get your yeah. tickets. The play is a strange loop. Yeah. I definitely encourage you to pick uh, to get tickets during previews, which run until June sixteenth. Why are okay. previews better? Well, just because they're cheaper. Oh, okay. We love uh, cheap well, tickets. We, we love a yeah. discount. Girl. They're cheaper. They're cheaper. <laughs> um, and then after it opens, normally ticket prices go up a little bit. So. Okay. Well, if it's good, then it's worth a good ticket price. You know, I always I mean? tell people like, if you're gonna pay, however you're gonna pay to see Mariah, uh-huh. <laughs> think of this as like, you know, seeing Mariah in a different way. And it a little, is a little well, bit we of love a different way. Singer songwriters, absolutely. Over here. <laughs> yeah, we're also it's like it's a cast of seven elusive chantuses. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so go see them like singing and dancing and acting their hearts out. Yeah, I, I love it. I can't wait. All the listeners, go out there, get your tickets, get them during previews. That's when it's hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm going this week. I think I'm going on Friday oh, to come see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can like find me on the Twitter and the Instagram. Yes. I'm well, at the living MJ on Twitter. At the, the, living, MJ. the living MJ. <laughs> and I'm at the living Michael Jackson on Instagram. 
Perfect. And I'm sure you have links to all these things for tickets and all of that. We'll I'm post sure. it too in the, yeah, in the we'll description. Do yes, that. please do. Perfect. Michael, thanks for being here on the show. Of course. Thanks, yes. guys. I can't wait to see the show. I'll report back to all the listeners who we'll, can't make it. Yeah, we'll do a review. Yes, we will. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, Michael. Thank you. Bye. 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 That was Michael R. Jackson. Uh, in, the, in the flesh. Yes. There he is. <laughs> Living and breathing. <laughs> no, I love that. We appreciate him for coming on and sharing uh, his talents yeah. and everything. Super I'm just fun. happy to see um, a nice success story. Yeah, girl, that's what you want. Yeah. You work hard on things and it's what happens. Once upon a time, baby Mariah got her first deal. I know, right? Look that's at her now. starts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hit the big time now. <laughs> I know, right? It's all amazing. Um, but that's pretty much it for this episode of the Mariah Report. But of course, we'll be back reporting more and more and more. Yes. Um, so stay tuned. And if uh, you'd like, we would appreciate um, an iTunes review. We would. Wait, are iTunes No, we don't want that gonna, anymore. No, because iTunes doesn't exist anymore. They kind of Where all, the all down. of our reviews going to be? The fire. Uh-uh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how I many I had to beg people? I think we, I think it's over now. We'd have to beg no more. Okay, We're all not right. Bad. No more iTunes. But keep listening. Yes, keep listening <laughs> and, and sharing, subscribing and sharing, telling we people about it. That okay. you'll be the cool kid at school if you're like, have you heard the Mariah report? I oh, know. you haven't. Uh, where have you been? Did I tell you about that guy I almost had a fight with in the bar? Probably not. Oh. A long I, story. Oh, I oh I got a story about you want to talk about a, a fight and this is a tangent moment, girl. I almost had to fight this man at work the other day. About Mariah? No, not about Mariah, girl. Oh. But he was coming at me some kind of way, and I said, "Do you want to fight? Because we could do that." <laughs> <laughs> save it for next week. I'll save it for next week. Um, All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yes, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.